ghastly ghouls. Cringe at weird kids and shiver at the doings of evil doctors. This is going to be extremely painful, Mr. Verrill. Creep show will grab you, grow on you. These four masters of everlasting horror bring to the screen four tales of overwhelming terror. <laughs> I warned them, but they wouldn't listen. Tales of diabolical fate. You promised you'd never die! Tales of ghastly revenge. Grow, O oh light. Rise, O oh light. Come forth, O oh light. Open his eyes. Tales of ruthless evil. That cat has killed three people in this household. I don't believe this. Kill it, bury it, and bring me its tail. Tales from the dark side. Hey guys, and welcome back to another Schlock and Awe Quickie Review. As always, I'm Lindsay Wilkins, and this week we're going to be going into a classics of sorts. Well, maybe two classics. Uh, we're going to be going into John Harrison's Tales of the Dark Side from 1990. Um, but first, I want to get into uh, talk about another movie that kind of inspired me to watch it. It's a long haul, but let's go with it. I was lucky enough to go see George A. Romero and Stephen King's anthology masterpiece Creep Show. And yeah, no surprise, it played great. There is a way that Romero uses color and how nearly every shot of the movie looks like a panel from a comic book and not just the splash pages. Watching it this time around, I really noticed the details. That Adrian Barbeau dies with a glass of milk in her hand. Oh, well, milk and brandy, which, ew, and is that the first sign of actually being a clinically alcoholic? I don't know, but it's it's kind of gross. Um, but in saying that, it's creep show. It's probably the best anthology horror, horror anthology ever made. There is a reason why it keeps coming up on people's favorite lists or the first horror that they saw, because you know, it's great. People who know horror know this movie. I mean. It has Leslie uh, Nielsen's jumper, Ed Harris dancing, a moustacheless Tom Adkins, which feels wrong, uh, Stephen King's Looney Tunes faces. Uh, it's a classic, and you all know that. And I got to see it on the big screen, and it's full, beautiful, glistening glory. And I will say, the Father's Day segments and Geordie Vale's uh, played the best they've ever had for me. I really noticed how crystallizing the themes of guilt, insecurities, fear was really all throughout this movie. These characters had done something wrong and they were going to pay for it. And this is, of course, because they're all kind of based on Stephen King uh, scripts and also because they're all based on EC Comics, which was kind of uh, the, the, the comeuppance of it all. Um, but yeah, creep show, good movie. And so I was in a horror anthology mood um, as much as I've grown to love horror I've also grown to love the anthology format because some stories I just kind of made for that 20 to 30 minute kind of set piece and yet if you're watching an anthology you all get the whole uh you still get a meal of a movie and it's not just horror I mean I love the Ballad of Busted Scruggs I love Fantasia 
I think the storybook kind of narrative really, really works. And that is why when I got home, I wanted to pull out my shitty DVD copy of Tales from the Dark Side, which actually for years, I actually thought it was directed by George A. Romero. It's not, it's directed by George Harrison, but one of the segments was written by uh, George Romero based on a Stephen King short story. So there has that link. But actually the two other segments, the three segments total in this movie uh, were actually written by a guy called Michael McDowell, who is an incredible writer. Um, he also wrote the movie Beetlejuice, which again, a movie that's, it's freaking showtime, it's Beetlejuice. But he also wrote this amazing novel called The Elementals, uh, which is a sh- really cool Southern Gothic haunted house uh, novel. It's amazing. It's one of the best books I've read in years. It's actually generally creepy at times. It's an amazing book. So knowing kind of this pedigree behind Tales from the Dark Side, it kind of makes me love the movie more. Uh, Tales from the Dark Side was based on a 1980s uh, show, anthology show that was kind of like Tales from the Crypt or Heartmore, uh, Masters of Horror. I've never seen the show, so all I have is this movie. I really do love this movie. Um, as I said before, it does kind of have a, Rom- a Romero feel because everything's very crisp and clean. And that is a lot of Romero's movies. Just everything looks pristine and clear and gorgeous. And so does this movie. I mean, it looks good. And there are a lot of beautiful people. And yeah, I've been talking about the pedigree of this movie, the fact that who's it written by, the stories are based off, um, Romero's involvement, uh, Michael McDowell's involvement. Then I haven't even gotten to the cast yet, which the cast is insane. Though like most anthologies, I'm never the biggest fan of the wraparound. And yeah, Tales from the Dark Side wraparound is cute. I mean, I think I like it purely because of uh, the Debbie Harry. And um, I think it's Matthew Lawrence as a little boy in there. It is literally a witch preparing to cook a child, which is a very Hansel and Gretel kind of thing. Uh, but what this movie, what this really does set up is this kind of um, legend mythology, really old tales from uh, the get-go, which, as I'll get into the different segments, which I'm about to get into, this is kind of the feel of the, of, the, um, of each individual segment and also the ov- overall theme, of I would say, of the movie. But it is, but yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's Debbie Harry. How do you not love Debbie Harry? It, uh, you know, <laughs> Matthew Lawrence is kind of adorable. It's got a Chesrelard kind of thing where he's trying to read enough stories from the book, Tales of the Dark Side, so he doesn't, so he's not eaten. Um, again, building up that kind of old story mythology legend, really kind of fairy tale kind of element because it's, you know, Hansel and Gretel, but without the Gretel um, kind of thing. And so the first story, of course, young uh, Matthew tells, I think it's Matthew. I have the dead in my notes somewhere. I apologize if it's not. Definitely not Joey. It is Lot 249, which is actually was written by McDowell and it was based on an Arthur Cullen, Arthur Coyle story. I can't say that. Guy who wrote, <laughs> wrote Sherlock Holmes. This is probably my favorite of the whole movie. Usually anthologies do start off with one of the best uh, stories and it feels the most crate-ish. And I'm only making that comparison because I had just, I just watched Tales of the Dark Side just after watching Creepshow. So there is that. Of course, I was gonna love this. Actually, no, this is the uh, segment I wish was a full movie. I think it could really, you could really stretch it out to 90 minutes and this is purely so I could watch Kristen Slater, Steve Buscemi and freaking Julianne Moore and her first movie role hang out for 90 minutes. I could do it, it's great. And also it's a killer, killer mummy movie. I mean, 
Who doesn't love a good mummy movie? Well, actually, I know a lot of people do. I love a good mummy movie. It is essentially a revenge story. It is essentially uh, an academic fueled with academic jealousies. They're all set in the university uh, with a crate. Why I keep parking back to it's like the crate from a creep show. Uh, but it is, it is really cool. It is just, you're watching these people who you know are really great actors being great. Okay, Christian Slater does descend into crazy uh, Jack Nicholson kind of vibes toward the end when maybe he should be feeling a bit more emotion from what's happening in it, but that's a nitpick. And the fact that he has a New Zealand flag above his bed, I'm, I'm gonna love this segment regardless. I don't know why it's there but it's, it's great. It's just a really fun, kind of spooky, uh, good twist at the end segment, which is kind of like what a lot of, which you can do really well in a, in a short movie. You can have that sting, um, or that punchline, the da, da, da punchline. Uh, the second segment uh, is then The Cat from Hell. Now this is uh, written by Romero and it is based on the Stephen King uh, short story, as I mentioned before, one I haven't read. Which kind of brings me into why I kind of actually really love this movie is that all the uh, segments are creature features and it's all effect base. Uh, the mummy and the Sid from Cat from Hell and the creature that uh, goes into the uh, to the last one. I this is probably the silliest out of the whole entire three, but it does have David Johansson from the New York Dolls in it trying to kill a cat. Uh, this is again another curse movie. Uh, this family has been cursed uh, for their all the terrible things they've done over time by this black cat who is adorable cutest little green eyes you've ever seen and it's got such a brilliant uh, gory end to it I mean yeah I mean it's great watching Johansson dick around this empty house kind of bragging to this unseen cat who you assume is kind of like hiding in the corner and then the ending is so gory and gross that it's kind of when you want to giggle at the sheer audacity of what is happening and the effects are absolutely perfect. I love it. I love late, late, late eighties, early nineties effects. And this is kind of like a private example of that. Plus it's a killer cat. How, again, how do you not love a killer cat? This has just got all my favorite killer things in this. And yeah, it's, it's fun. It's kind of the, the one with the less gravitas, um, I guess. And I'm only giving lot 249 gravitas is because of the cast and the fact that I just like mummies. <laughs> but the last sequence is actually feels pretty epic, even for an anthology segment. It's kind of like if you were Buster Scruggs, the girl who got rattled. Totally, like, very, very different, but it's got that big romantic kind of epic feel to it. It is called Lover's Vow. Uh, it is based on a Japanese uh, legend, and it is a gothic romance. It stars James Rima falling in love with Ray Dawn Chong. It is... Two beautiful people falling in love on screen. And again, why wouldn't you want that? But it's got a uh, Orpheus quality to it uh, from the Greek mythology. You having to save the one you love or to be with the one that you love, you have to do a certain thing. We all know that you're never going to be able to do the certain thing. And this is a creature feature. Um, this is the one I don't actually want to ruin. Beautiful nature to this, to the segment that's absolutely heartbreaking. Even when the crux of it was coming, when Orpheus when the Orpheus looks backwards, I will say. Because you know what's going to happen from the get-go. Like, as soon as the, the thing is announced, you're like, oh, that's not going to end well. Because we are watching a horror anthology segment, that's just how it works. But 
there's a beautiful romantic gothic nature to it and the gore and the creature actually comes from a great sadness which is what I love it's not just the killer mummy or the killer cat there's something more heartbreaking going on in it um happiness is torn to shreds it's kind of one of those beautiful things and Rima has never looked more beautiful uh Ray Dawn Chung is absolutely gorgeous you're just seeing two beautiful people be beautiful on screen and then to have it all ruined because of a broken promise which is kind of on the pantheon of great romantic tales but again the effects I mean yeah Dark Side totally sits in that uh pocket in uh genre filmmaking where you could, uh, where the, the practical effects were at its peak, where you could just do so much and so much with it. And they all looked fantastic. Yes, you can see the puppetry involved. You can kind of see the the little uh, ticks that they think to try and keep it all together, but it's tactile. There's a tactile and texture to it that I've always loved in a movie. It's got that whole thing of legends and tales and how characters can never escape their fate no matter what they do, which is a big proponent of the tragedy of mythology, of legend. Uh, fate is kind of written down. And even as much as I think the wraparound is just, as Chris Tata would say, mid, it does really start supporting that kind of thing for the, through the whole thing. And the, yeah, the ending's cute. I mean, it's kind of what you expect. Um, the, the end of the wraparound, at least. But this is a really strong, strong movie. It's just really fun. I mean, the cast is insane. I mean, I've sort of been going along as I've been sort of saying it, but when you sort of say, oh my God, William Hickey's in this. Oh my God, you know, uh, seeing Steve Buscemi, Julian Moore, and Christian Slater in a thing together is kind of wild. And it's definitely one of the reasons why you should be watching this. Yeah, I can get your hands on this. Definitely watch it. I'm not entirely sure where. I know in, in Australia it isn't streaming anywhere, which sucks because this is fantastic i had to grab his secondhand dvd copy years ago from ebay but if you can get your hands on it um and you haven't seen it i would totally get a chance to watch it because it is fun and it can show you all the things that creature features can do that they're not just i mean yes there is just a killer cat story in there there is more to it and how you can frame things and everything like that it is um it is really, really great. And yeah, if you've seen it, let me know what you think. You can uh, contact me at shockinall one on Instagram and Twitter or my personal reading geek on Twitter. And yeah, so I was just so excited about anthologies. I wanted to talk about them. I do have the Melbourne International Film Festival coming up, or MIF, as it is called. So I'll probably be doing some updates on that. There's a lot of... Uh, big art house directors um coming up and also some retro movies i'm really looking forward to seeing so i will probably giving you updates on what i've been watching with that through the quickie reviews which i'm really looking forward to look out for that yeah we'll be back with another quickie review all right thanks guys bye <laughs>